fitness to farming, beer to business, and shooting to style. It's always entertaining, sometimes insightful, and never has a dull moment. You're listening to the Always Something Podcast. And here we are. Welcome back, Always Something Podcast. So it's the beginning of the year, January 2021. New year, new you. Time for your New Year's resolutions, right? God, I, I don't I like hate I don't like resolutions. Oh, I hate that too. We've talked about this in previous episodes. We talked about, you know, new year, new you, resolutions, goals, the goal for the year. That's what I like to think about. That's right. It's not really a New Year's resolution because that's like a oh, well, Jan- January 1st hits, I'll, I'll uh, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. Or whatever your New Year's resolution is. I think everybody should have goals all the time. Exactly. Every time. And adjust your goals on a periodic basis. But just saying, hey, it's a new year. Let's let's come up with a bunch of things I want to change. Those should be on your radar all the time. Exactly. And you should write these things down. We've talked about this. I like to write things down. I like to make a list. We've talked about buck slips in the past. I have a little notebook. I've gotten better at carrying it. I started out with a legal pad-sized paper that I was writing goals down on, and I couldn't carry that in my pocket. So I started carrying a little notebook in my pocket, and I was writing down goals, things that I want to do for the day, the week, the month, the year, everything along those lines. Write it down. A lot of people that I follow online, they say that you should write this stuff down because you may not be able to accomplish this goal today or tomorrow. It may be two years down the road. Your life changes, and all of a sudden, you look at that list and you say, man, two years ago, I couldn't accomplish that goal. But now where I am in my life, I can reach that goal. I can do that thing because of whatever's changed, because of other goals that you've met or accomplished or things that you've changed in your life. Now you can meet that goal or that desire that you had written down. If you don't write it down, you're going to forget it. You're, you are going to forget it. And I forget things all the time. I'm exactly. I'm driving down the road and I'm like, oh, I got a thought. And guess what? I'm carrying a little notepad or a little mm-hmm. buck slip with me. And uh, I can jot a quick little note. And then I won't forget it. And uh, I'll come back to it and be like, oh, thank God I wrote that down because I exactly. forgot about it. And here's a little quick little shameless plug. I carry around these little uh, all-weather notepads. And they're made by Glory Fire All-Weather Notebook. If you look on Amazon right now, you can buy a five-pack of these bad boys for ten ninety nine. This thing can go through the washing machine. Again, Glory Fire is not a sponsor yet. But there's something that I really, truly carry around with me all the time and i would highly recommend anybody you can write with a pencil or a pen or anything you don't need some kind of special device to to mark your notes down but writing your goals down is important because you will forget those things and it's not just goals that i like to put down in my notebooks it's thoughts it's ideas it's it's the people i met today it's something that i might forget later on that i really want to remember Mm -hmm. it's not just goals the other thing is is i have an iphone um there's a notepad in the iphone i utilize that all the time I don't just keep the passwords for all of my different email and internet accounts, so I don't forget those. Uh, Don't steal my iPhone because you'll have my whole life in there. But uh, you can keep the stuff in there. But also, like we said, keep that stuff written down. Constantly keep setting new goals. When you reach a goal, you set another goal once it's been achieved. And periodically, you should not just once you achieve it, set another one. You You can adjust your goals from time to time, too. I mean... You, you might the the goal might be set a little the bar might be set a little too low might be set a little too high and that's okay because that happens from time to time too exactly. you can lower lower the bar a little bit but as long as you maintain that goal working towards something mm-hmm. incredibly important yeah and it's going to bring a satisfaction into your life when you make these goals that you can reach you could do that with a resolution you could say i'm going to lose 15 pounds i'm going to go to the gym every day and then try to push yourself to do that 
but hopefully by writing down goals of things that you want to accomplish for the year, for the day, for the week, that you'll be able to stick to that and it'll give you some kind of satisfaction, some kind of, of an emotional response for doing that where you feel fulfilled, you feel that you have motivation in what you're doing and you're accomplishing good things. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, who I, I absolutely love listening to, he's not just a great actor, all right, all right, all right, but he's also a great motivational speaker. If you haven't listened to them, he talks about happiness as an emotional response to an outcome. If I win, I'll be happy. If I lose, I won't. Quid pro quo, a standard that we can't sustain because we raise it as soon as we attain it. So you should try to get joy in your life because that's a choice. That's a response to a result. It's a constant. I feel that's the same way with setting your goals. You set a goal. It's a choice that you do that. And when you have a response to that, then that's that's a joy in your life. As a result of doing something that we are fashioned to do no matter what the outcome is. Whether that's a good goal that you set, maybe you can't attain it. Like I said, it may happen sometime later on, maybe not at all. But set those goals, set those priorities, and work towards meeting whatever they are when you want to get there. We live in a world where instant gratification is all the kids, they want a response right now. Exactly. And it, so that makes it difficult. When you're talking about goal setting, These are you can set short-term goals, you set, set long-term goals. But this isn't instant gratification. No. But that makes it much that much more satisfying once you achieve that goal mm-hmm. that you set out and you worked hard for instead of just instantly gratifying. I think these phones, are, the phones that we carry around with us all the time, I mean, they're going to be our downfall, right? Yeah. We don't even know how to look up an encyclopedia anymore or, or a dictionary. We pull out our phones for every piece of information. Mm-hmm. Hey, what year was it? Mm-hmm. Let me find out. Three seconds, you got that information. As great as that is, what happens if that technology goes away? If the technology goes away, let's say the internet goes away tomorrow, there's some kind of major technological something, then what? You don't even know how to find information anymore. Do you know what the Dewey Decimal System is? I do, because I'm old. Right. Me too. <laughs> but I'm saying the point is, like, you don't even know how to look for a book in a library anymore. Sure. And my kids are like that. A lot of times they'll ask me questions, and I used to be into history, and they'll say, my, my oldest son will say, well, what happened during this time period? Or you know, what was the result of this or this person? And it's constantly, well, Google it. Look Google it, it. And I do it too, though. I, yes. I, I'm i Googling all the time. Same I'm always here. looking something up. Same That's here. my source of information as well. Exactly. I also identify that that is probably not a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing. It's a good thing to have the technology there and available and that information. But it's unlimited information too. And what's that doing to us? As a society, mm-hmm. when you have all the information in the planet available at your fingertips in a device that's in your pocket, what is that? I mean, what are we searching for? I don't know. What's the point in searching for anything when we could just look it up on our phone? That's true. Mm-hmm. Profound. Mm-hmm. It is profound. I'm deep. I'm deep tonight. You are very deep. So along with goal setting, to set these goals, one of the things that I want to talk a little bit about that I think is important is time management. I feel that I am extremely good at time management. I have a full-time job. I have multiple part-time jobs. I have a family. I have hobbies. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm trying to work on other businesses. And I always have people that say to me, how do you do all that stuff? They're constantly saying, how do you work these jobs? How do you see your family? How do you sleep? How do you do anything? And then with fitness, the last four months, every day, I do a workout in the morning. And I'm doing stuff around my house. I'm constantly doing projects. And there's there's people that ask me, how do you do that? They're like, I don't have time to do anything. And I hate it when people say they don't have time 
to get things done. It bothers me too when somebody says, "I'm so busy. I'm so busy." Yes, I don't. Ha- I just don't have time. I don't have time to get into that. Yeah, I, and and it comes down insane. Exactly, it comes down to your time management. How you manage the time that you have. I try to be efficient in the way that I do things every second of the day. I try to make sure that I'm not just wasting time. Now, granted, it's easy to you know go in the bathroom in the morning and say, "Well, I'm going to sit down on the throne and." And open up Facebook, and I'm going to scroll, and I'm going to scroll, and I'm going to scroll until my legs go numb. And you <laughs> you can sit there online. I, I, I fall into the same trap sometimes, too, where I'm like, I'm just going to start scrolling the socials for just a little bit of time. And then next thing you know, it's two hours later, and you're like, holy crap, I just wasted two hours. Yeah, two hours of your life has gone to nothing. So exactly. the great, I will say the great thing about the technology that we have in, in our pockets, although I just got done bad-mouthing it, uh-huh. is that... There is so much good information out there mm-hmm. that you can learn. I mean, YouTube, I feel like 10 years ago, if you said, oh, man, I was watching these YouTube videos and I learned how to do X, Y, and Z, I probably would have laughed at you. Like, yeah. come on, YouTube, come on. Exactly. Like, what are you going to learn on? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Everything is on YouTube. Exactly. You can learn anything and everything on YouTube now and online. And that's, mm-hmm. that is that is great. You know, we do a lot of um, DIY projects and things of that nature, flipping houses. I can't tell you how many times YouTube has helped me with a project. How do I do X, Y, and Z? It's all there. It's exactly. all there. It's all on YouTube. It's it's all online. When we got started with this podcast, one of the first things I did was I went to YouTube and I typed in how to start a podcast, how to make a studio, what equipment do you need, how do you create a logo, all, all this stuff, that everything. I always go to YouTube also. There's some really great resources out there for how to start a podcast, too. Yes. Not, and we're going to give a shameless plug to Pat Flynn. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that I watch a lot on YouTube, and he talks about how to market your, your podcast. And um, he introduced us to the PodKite, where you can get your links and, and things of that nature. That guy's pretty smart, and he's a pretty successful YouTuber and podcaster. Um, but he's got great information, and there's a lot of those people online. You want to start doing something? Just do it. Do it. Yeah. It's 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 so much easier than you think it is. Don't get into this this uh, circle of oh, well, I gotta I gotta figure this out. I gotta figure that out. I get, you come up with this entire plan, and by that five years has passed, mm-hmm. and then at that point you don't even want to do the thing anymore. Just do it. You want to start a podcast? Go do it. Yeah, that you comes wanna, that comes back to your goal setting. Goal setting. You write that stuff down. I want to start a podcast. Great. So start looking into it today. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with fitness. You say, okay, it's January of 2021. I want to lose 10 pounds. Great. Start right now. While you're listening to this podcast, get up off your butt and start doing some jumping jacks. Yep. Go for a walk. Put us on, put us on, uh, you can play us on the phone. You can yep. put the AirPods in or headphones exactly. or whatever you got. There's no reason you can't get down and do 10 push-ups right now. Exactly. Do 10 push-ups right now. I've been doing that all the, the, for a while now. I'm like, um, kind of sitting around, got nothing going on this exact second. I'm going to do 10 push-ups. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Do 10, do 20, do 30, do whatever you want to do. Exactly. But there's no point in just being lazy all the time. And you don't have to have a gym membership. You can you can do things right in your living room. You can get up and, like I said, start doing some jumping jacks, lunges, push-ups, sit-ups. There's a lot of things. You know, you can do a lot of things. Tony, the great Tony Horton, who I watch every day when I do my workouts, he says you can do a lot with Mother Earth and a bot human body. You just get down and start doing push-ups, start doing sit-ups, you know gravity and and a pull-up if you have a pull-up bar i mean that's essentially what yoga is i mean yep. there's resistance bands and there's some extra things you can do for for some more extreme yoga stuff but yoga is essentially you using your body and you're holding your legs out in place you're holding your arms out in place you're, you're squatting you're doing all those things that you do with your body you don't need a yoga mat no 
you it helps a little bit. It makes it a little more comfortable. I don't use a yoga mat when I do yoga. Like, just do it. Yeah. Do some squats. Stand there. Try to balance yourself on one foot. Yeah. Stand there and talk to your friends and talk and stand on one foot and just try to balance yourself. You're going to work and squat a little bit on that one leg. You're going to work out that leg. And then after 30 seconds, switch to the other leg. It's it's everywhere all the time. Yeah. And, and diet's a huge thing. You know, it's it's tough to change your mentality. I love pasta. I love donuts. I'm a huge donut guy. I just, I, nothing makes me happier than eating a bunch of different donuts. But you know what? Carbs are, are terrible with my body. Sugar doesn't work real well for me. And I put on weight. So I try to be really careful. And I, we've talked about the keto again. We're bringing it back up again and coming back around to that. It's a full it's circle a full all circle. the time. But that, using that mindset, okay, maybe I can have a little treat now and then, but I don't need to go crazy. And I'm just going to try to be really disciplined. We've, I've shared pictures of my meal prepping that I'm doing. And it's the point where I enjoy that. I'm getting plenty to eat. I feel fulfilled. And once in a while, I'll have a little treat. Have you ever seen The Thousand Pound Sisters? It's no. on Hulu. Uh-uh. My kids like to watch it. My wife likes to watch it. Yeah. Thousand Pound Sisters is on Hulu. Hulu's not a sponsor. Yes. But it's these two sisters who are, the one is like 600 pounds. The other one's like four, 400 pounds. And uh, it talks about their lifestyle and everything that they go through. And... Right now, the episode that was on last night, I hopped in kind of halfway through, and it was, this woman is 600 pounds. Wow. That's a lot. Her and her sister, there's a thousand pounds between the two of them, that's the name. So there's a thousand pounds between the two of these girls, and uh, they want to get the uh, gastric bypass surgery. Well, the doctor told them, I'm not going to do that for you until you lose, and he set a goal for them. Mm -hmm. So the woman who's 600 pounds, he said, I want you to lose 50 pounds. For the woman who's 400 pounds, I want you to lose 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. So after a month, they came back in for the weigh-in last night. That was the end of the last episode. I was watching it with my wife, and I'm like, this is, this is insane. The The woman who weighed 400 pounds, she lost her 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. She was just crying. She's so excited to get the, get the surgery. Yeah. Life's going to change everything. Yep. The woman who was 600 pounds, she lost 13 pounds. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you, as a person who's 200-ish, give or take 10 or 20 pounds, when you get down to your set weight, and you learn about this in nutrition classes and psychology classes and A&P, they mm -hmm. talk a lot about your set point. Oh, yeah. Your body has a set point. Your body, uh, based on your physiology and your genetics, you, you're like, well, my normal is 190 pounds, whatever it is. Okay. Um, once you get to that point where you're way, way, way above, you're 600 pounds, that weight should fall off of you. That weight should fall off of you, I would think that it would be incredibly easy to lose the weight just by what you by what you eat. And your metabolism changes, and a lot of things changes when you get that big. And I'm not knocking anybody who's that big. But I'm saying if you cut that sugar out of your diet, that the weight will fall off. You know, you can be live a pretty sedentary lifestyle, and the weight's still going to fall off of you if you can just cut that sugar out of your life. But these girls, they, they, they drink their sodies. They drink their sodies because their mom told them that if they can eat a cake, but they'll eat a diet. They'll drink a diet soda, and it will cancel out the other. And that's how they were raised, and it's kind of sad. Yeah. But obviously, that's not true because we've we've talked about the the insulin index and that kind of stuff. And the aspartame in diet sodas does trigger an insulin response. So diet soda, although it doesn't have sugar in it, it will trigger an insulin response. So you can do simple things to start being healthy today. It's it's tough, and it's not a daily thing. If you're overweight, it's not because you ate a donut today or ice cream last night, 
It's because of decisions you made six months ago or a year ago. If you're not happy with your life, just start today with little changes. There's a lot of different things you can do for little changes. Like we said, get up right now. Just start walking around. You can walk circles around your living room if you wanted to. If you work an office job and you say, my life is sedentary, I'm at a desk all day long, they make things where you can stand up at your desk and you can move a little bit. Take breaks to go to the bathroom. Walk back and forth to the bathroom more frequently if you get that opportunity. Just start moving more. Make small changes in your life. If you drink a liter of soda every day, cut it down to a can or something. You know, just small changes. Start changing things a little bit at a time. You know, start with your nutrition a little bit. Um, you don't have to go crazy and go on some fad diet or anything like that. You don't have to go to a gym today. There's a lot of things you can do right from home with small movements to get up and, and get things going. Just think about those things. There is time to do that. Use your time management. It's it's important to do that kind of stuff. Get up five minutes earlier, 10 minutes earlier in the morning and use that time wisely for something else. I, I use a paper calendar for my scheduling. Maybe I'll post a picture at some point. I color code and highlight my different jobs and the activities I'm doing and things like that. So everything's color coded on there. And I use that calendar. So again, it's writing stuff down, what I'm doing so I can physically look at it. I'm physically writing it down. It's not an app or anything like that. Not saying you couldn't do that, but I I like to physically write that stuff down and I keep track of that for what I'm doing. And I try to be as productive as possible with my time. And between writing goals and time management, it makes me more productive, I feel, in the things that I'm doing. And, you know, I I have goals, I have aspirations, I want to be more successful in the things that I'm doing. And hopefully by continuing to write this stuff down and to accomplish these goals, or at least having them written down so that if I can't accomplish them in this time frame, maybe later on in my life I can because something will change. The pieces will fall into place and something will happen where that goal that I want to do I can I can meet that goal. It's interesting. You're you're talking about the uh, if you live if you live a sedentary lifestyle, you mm-hmm. work in an office, you're in a cubicle all day, right? Yep. Most employers nowadays, and I can't speak for all of them, but most mm-hmm. employers are willing to buy the uh, the desks that raise up. Yep. Or maybe you have a wireless phone. Like mm-hmm. if you answer phones all day, like do you have one that's connected in, into a headset mm-hmm. where you could like walk up and down your aisle next to your cubicle or something to that effect? Yeah. Even sitting in your cubicle, stand up from your chair. Again, like I said before, you can balance on one foot. You can try to do that. Do a couple squats. I feel like we're in this lifestyle. People aren't going to make fun of you because you like you're standing up at your desk. Just things like that. I don't know why that's not a thought. I don't know either. It's gonna not only does it make you feel better and it's better for your health, but sit, I don't work in a at a desk in a cubicle anything like that. But I got to imagine that standing up every fifteen minutes, half an hour, just stand up for a second, shake your arms out move a little bit it's it's just going to make you feel better it's probably going to increase your productivity a little bit too and you're you're going to be you're going to feel better because of it i used to drive truck and that's a pretty sedentary lifestyle because mm-hmm. you're driving for you know 11 hours a day you know depending on if you're a flat better you know you do you do a little more physical work throwing straps and, and you know yeah. getting on the load and putting tarps and all the kinds of stuff like like we did mm-hmm. but even if you drive a box truck uh you know and you're on the road all that time there's certain required breaks that the DOT requires, and you have to log those said breaks. There's no reason you can't walk around your truck a couple times. Mm-hmm. You got a 53 foot trailer and a I don't know 13 foot tractor. How many times do you walk around that tractor trailer? Yeah. How many how many point miles is one uh, lap around your track your tractor trailer? And then do it. Say all right. Every time I take a break, I'm going to walk around my truck ten times. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. Yeah. 
just a little bit of motion. Something is better than nothing. And that's, and there's a lot of people who are like, well, I got to get a gym membership and I got to get a personal trainer. And that's expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then I got to drive to the gym. Ugh. You don't have to do any of that. Yeah. None of it. Get on your little tablet device or your phone or your computer or whatever it is. You can look up some kind of help if you like, well, I really want to work on my whatever. I, I don't want to lose weight. That's mostly diet. Mm-hmm. You don't have to exercise to lose weight. Yeah. And again, you can go to YouTube and I guarantee there's going to be something on there that you can follow if you type that in there, uh, some kind of a workout thing. I, I, Yeah, you don't need a gym membership. Even if you work in an office or something like that, you can go to YouTube and you can find something on there. We've, we just talked about that. Everything is on YouTube. I just typed in office workout. There's a 10-minute office workout exercises, quick office workout routines, one workout a day. It's the very first thing that came in when I typed in office workout. And there's things that you can do. So if you're working at a desk in a cubicle, right there, tap on that, check it out. There's a thing, the third one on there says 12 core exercises without leaving your seat. Core strengthening exercises you can do in the office without leaving your seat. There are things that are out there. This is free. This is on YouTube. There are, there are changes you can make in your life that are going to make you feel better. It's going to make you more productive. And you're gonna if you set these goals and you keep working towards it, it's going to make you feel joy in your life and it's going to motivate you to do other things the, these workouts aren't i mean you see a lot of uh, a lot of people they're they're ripped and they got abs and they got big biceps and all those things these minor workouts aren't going to do that for you probably but if you live in a super sedentary lifestyle and you're overweight and you have uh you're obese and you have di- type 2 diabetes and things of those that nature that happens once you put a lot of weight on these things will help you substantially not only are you going to drop a few pounds, but you're going to feel better. I mean, think about put put two ten pound weights on your ankles and just live your day. Ten that's twenty pounds. Yeah. Now think about that losing twenty pounds. I mean, how much weight does that take off your knees and your back and all those kinds of issues that you can have? And, and there's a lot of resources out there that can help you out. Well, and the thing is too, not only are you going to feel better by doing these things by by just changing your diet, changing your activity a little bit. You know, and this is just something we're talking about for a goal for the year, because that's that's one of the main things it seems like most people talk about when they say new year, new me, I got to get a gym membership, I want to lose weight, I want to eat healthier, stuff like that. So that's why we're talking about this. But not only are you going to feel better by doing that, it's going to change a lot of things in your life. You are going to feel better about yourself. It's going to increase your mental well-being because you're going to say, man, I look better. I feel good. Your body, when you fuel your body with good foods and things like that, it just, it changes your clarity. It makes you happier. You're going to feel healthier. It's going to make you more productive at work because you're going to have more energy. You're going to sleep better at night because you you do. Your body just sleeps better, relaxes better. Your relationships are going to be better. I can tell you, sex is going to be a lot better if you're in better shape and you can move around more and you can enjoy it. Yeah, work on that flexibility. That's that's a it's a huge point. You're right. Your sex yeah. is definitely going to be better, and you're going to feel better. And I've done it with the with the keto thing we've talked about before. Not to bring it full circle back to that, mm-hmm. but your mental clarity, your energy level changes drastically in in a matter of days, and yep. maybe maybe a few weeks uh, it, it's it's insane how fast the change happens and how fast the weight falls off of you and then the other thing is as you get older you you're going to have problems with balance you're going to have a lot of problems by staying in shape and by keeping yourself healthy or just working on these small things to get yourself healthier you're not going to have injuries 
if you if you are a little overweight and you're having issues with joint problems with your knees and your back and things like that, you shed just just 20 pounds. That's going to make a world of difference. And then it's going to get to the point. I love seeing success stories of people on TV or online where they say, man, I'm I'm 500 pounds like you were talking about. And they're depressed and they try to go to a gym. They get a gym membership. and They go there and people laugh at them because they're on the treadmill or they decide, you know what, I'm going to start walking around my block because I want to start getting some some ability there. And I feel like that is the saddest thing when I've been places and and people laugh at someone and say, man, look at them. They don't even know how to use that equipment. You know what? They're trying. They're trying to make a change in their life. And that is just the most inspiring thing. When somebody says, you know what? I don't like where I'm at. I want to make that change. Embrace that. Just go do it. Exactly. Just go do it. Go do it. And you you get to those places. And if you you want to get a gym membership, go for it. Just do it and ask somebody for help. Mm -hmm. Like there may be the occasional a-hole who does like you're talking about. And that's always sad too. I feel like that doesn't exist as much as, as you would think. It's kind of like the media, you know, it's whatever mm-hmm. they want you to see. And if you see yeah. a lot of making fun of the dude on the treadmill, yeah, that's you're going to see a lot of that. But I bet you 99% of the people in that gym would be willing to help that person. How to use this machine? Like, what does this work out? There's there's people out there. There's lots of people out there willing to help. So I think that's, and, I think that's great. And the other thing is, if you have the ability to if a high school where they have an open gym or a pool is great. I used to I used to be a swimmer. I used to teach swimming. I used to coach swimming. And swimming is great. It's very low impact. If you're not a runner or you're not in the shape where you feel like you can really do a lot, if you've got joint problems, maybe you're a little uh, older in your life or you, you are a little overweight, it's very low impact. And you can get a lot of movement in a pool. And that's going to help you with your flexibility. It's going to help you lose some weight. It's going to make you feel good. And like I said, a lot of schools, if you're if you live in a community where you have some kind of a high school or, or a community school system like that that has that offered, a lot of times you can do that for free. Look into that kind of stuff. Very good, my friend. I think it's time we wrap this up. Is there anything else you want to add? Yes, I just want to add, always keep moving forward. Stay strong out there. Move forward. Stay motivated. Follow us online. Leave us a comment. Share your success stories with us. We'll share them out with our listeners. We appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to Always Something Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Always Something Podcast, Facebook.com forward slash Always Something Podcast, or email us at Always Something Podcast at gmail.com. So until next time, this has been Always Something Podcast. Always something podcast.